Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of uh, You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. And we have another awesome episode today. This is Season 2, Episode 21, Discover Your Limits. I can't do this. At what point in time in doing your daily lives, you actually scream out, I can't do this. I, I am so exhausted. Why is God doing this to me? Well, it's not exactly God, but you always have to remember one scenario, which brings me to my point of where my wife used to work at. Her boss had a sign in his bathroom from Mother Teresa saying, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. My, my God, I wish she stopped having so much faith in me. You know, well, that's the whole entire boy. God knows what you can and can't handle. But you know what you can and can't handle. That's when you got to set your limits, step back from the situation and realize, God, I give it to your hands. I'll let my wife elaborate on that more. Yes. Um, I love it when God shows me something and I'm reading the word. You know, I hope you find this. I'll read the same passage over and over again at different points. And each time I will get something new out of it. Okay. Sometimes the things come in our life that God may have not, he may not have started but he's allowing it to flow through. And so I found this through reading Ezekiel chapter 47, verses one through five. And let me read that for you. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east for the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside of the outer gateway that faces east and there was water running out the right the right side and when the man went out the east with the line in his hand he measured 1000 cubits and he brought me through the waters waters came up to my ankles again he measured 1,000, and brought me through the waters. The waters came up to my knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. There is our point. God will allow the things that flow through you. A small trial. And you get through it. And you have faith. God got me through that. Then one that's maybe just a little bit more strenuous. But you got through it. Like it gets to your ankles. And then another one that comes. And maybe you're hit a couple of you know sides at once. This is up to your knees. And you can still get through it. And then, oh, even more. Maybe three things are coming at you at once, but you got through it. 
This is the one that's up to your waist. Can you identify people out there with things that are overwhelming you? And then it's so high, a river that could not be crossed. This is the point of surrender. Are you at that point? This is our point number one. Are you at that point where you want to throw your hands up and say, I can't do this? You see, there are some things that God wants us to do, but then there are other things that he wants to do. You see, what would we need him for if we could work out salvation? That's why the Tower of Babel didn't work. Because you can't have flesh in heaven. That's why there's a difference. There's, that's why there's a line that has to be drawn. Because there's a difference. We cannot have evil in heaven for eternity. That's why Jesus had to come and die on the cross. That's why there has to be a holiness that can only come through him. And we receive that holiness through the Holy Spirit. A line that cannot be drawn. Just like Gideon. When the Lord came to him to defeat the Midianites and he reduced 30,000 people that showed up to 300 people. Why did he do that when there was a vast army coming up against him? Why? So he could show them that it was God, that God was still out there for him. It's in those deep trials that you can't get through. It's in those that when you still are trusting God, that he shows up big. God Almighty El Shaddai is going to show up big for you. It's in those deep waters that you can't cross that God will help you to. Well, also, I think those deep waters are trials that he's teaching you something. God is always teaching his children something because we don't know everything. And we can't know everything, nor will we know everything. But it's in those trials, it's in those deep waters that he's training us. He's teaching us lessons. And he never gives us more than we can handle. Hence that parable I was talking about earlier, that we wish that God would trust us so much. Well, he knows he can trust us because he created us in the first place. He knows what jobs he has for us and what jobs he has for other people. And those are in time where I am sick and tired of these trials. But you should be honored to go through those trials because there's learning points that Jesus is trying to get us to learn. And it may take more, uh, may take people more time to learn it than other people. And uh, some people are just slow at learning it and other people just will never learn it. But God knows which who those people are and we will learn those lessons as soon as it's time for us to learn those lessons. Yes. So... The water that flows from the temple, he's allowing these trials to come, but they're also filled with his grace. They're filled with his mercy. They're filled with his love and his strength. They're filled with the things that we get through the power of the Holy Spirit and water. They're filled with everything we need because he says that in Philippians 4.13. He says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And again, in Philippians 4, 19, he says, My gosh, will supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So he'll give you what you need for the road. You just need to trust him. The water of God's love, his strength, his wisdom, his provision, his help and comfort, and so much more. They come from him. Help comes from him through the difficult times. But so does the waters of trials that bring growth. Waters that show us where our weaknesses lie and what sins we need to repent of 
so they stop hindering us. My brethren, count on all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testimony of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of us lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally with, without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8. You see, sometimes these trials are to bring passion and purpose out of us. Other times, they are allowed to do what you cannot do, so that he may be glorified and show himself big. I am the Lord, and that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. That's Isaiah 42, 8. See, when God is glorified, not only does your situation become victorious, but the others around you as well, when they know what you're going through and they see how mighty God showed up for you. Because, see, when you think you can't do it and you're throwing up your hands, I can't do it anymore. Well, that's... A, the time that God shows up and shows out and then he works through you that he may be glorified. First Corinthians one twenty seven says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. You see, and that verse goes on. He chooses the foolish things. He chooses the weak things that he may work through us. So you know what? I'm sure you've heard that verse. He didn't call the qualify. He qualifies the call. That means it's all him and none of us. Because if we think we're all that in a bag of chips, then it's our pride. And we become an idol of ourselves. And then we forget who we're trying to serve. And that's exactly it. In the Bible, and to those who have actually read the Bible and those who are still learning, he always chose the weak, the decrepit, and the most godly people, ungodly people that he could possibly find. He never chose the people that were rich. He never chose the people that, like according to my wife, were all that bag of chips. He always chose the people that were in trouble, the people that were dirty, the people that were rotten. I mean, look at David. That guy took people's junk in his pants. He had like 10 wives. And Paul, he slaughtered a heck out of Christian people every day for most of his life, then became one of the apple of God's eyes. You see where I'm going with the people? He always chose. He knew who he could train. He could train the guy to go keep his junk in advance. He trained him, and he became the king of something. <laughs> and um, then he chose Paul, who, were, who was a deadbeat piece of garbage murderer who murdered people just for breakfast. He chose those people and they changed the world. And that's the whole entire point we're trying to make people is he wants the people that are weak. He wants the people that he can make them strong because he knows he can. Yes. And so, and, and, and Donnie is right in that. He chose, you know, the, the people who had a, a lot to learn. And, you know, David. And he was the king, he was the king of Judah, in which God says he was a man after his own heart. 
but yet I do, you know, he became king and he became king of Israel. Lord will show himself big through you if you'll let him. Are you ready to let him show yourself, show himself big through you? God will allow you to become overwhelmed. So you step back and stop trying in your own might and allow him to take over. It's during these times that you grow because you get to see where you're weak. You get to see where you're, you need to work, what you need to let go of. You get to see the areas that need cleansed. Then you get to see the areas that passions are drawn out of you that might not have ever come to be otherwise. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. And when I returned there, along the bank of the river were many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, the waters flow toward the eastern region and goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes hmm, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to Eglam. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be on the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow ki all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be food and their leaves for medicine. That's found in Ezekiel verses 6 through 12. See, it's in the deep waters that you need to swim and trust God and that you grow the most. When you have to step out and your situation leaves you no other choice but to sink or swim, so to speak, that you choose to step out of, out of necessity and trust, trust for God to hold you up. You see, the waters of God, as long as you're in those waters, no matter how deep it is, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to grow. And it's in this place of brokenness where you know you can't do it anymore. It's in that brokenness that, you finally admit those things that are wrong. That's when God can do something with you and heal you. But when you keep denying it and you keep, you keep holding back in rebellion and you keep holding back and I've got all this and I'm going to do it. It leaves no room for God and there and leaves no room for your healing. But as long as you stay in the rivers of God, as long as you stay flowing in his will, as long as you keep doing things his way, that's where the healing is, and that's where the fruitfulness is. Yeah, don't we want this, people? Don't we want to be the apple of God's eye? We we told you before, we're the simple people here spreading the message of God. And, and that's what we love to do. We're both Christian authors, and we both love spreading the word of God. And God has brought us from nowhere to where we are now and it's just our faith in God that has done that for us sometimes we get weak and desperate and we like why God why but then we read a couple of scriptures and we realize well 
we're doing what God wants to do. It may take a little time to do it, but he, we're still pushing forward. It's all about perseverance. This world, as we know people, will beat us down. This world hates Christian. We all know that. We get persecuted every single day. But what what is more wonderful than spreading the word of God, being persecuted for God's word versus being persecuted for the world? Always remember this one verse. Cast your cares upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. We can be scared because the world's scary, but we will never be shaken. That's his promise to us from Psalms, uh, Psalms 55, 22. And we're going to take a quick break here, and hopefully you enjoy this song by Casting Crowns called Praise You in This Storm. And I think it's a perfect song, talking about perfect storm coming our way. We'll be right back right after this. down and wiped our tears away stepped in and saved the day but once again I say amen and it's still raining but as the thunder rolls I barely hear you whisper through the rain I'm with you Falls. I'll raise my hands and praise the God who gives and takes away. And I'll praise you in this storm, and I will lift my hands. For you are who you are, no matter where I am. And every tear I've cried, you hold in your hand. You never. I will praise you in the storm I remember when I stumbled in the wind You heard my cry to you And raised me up again But my strength is almost gone How can I carry on if I can't find you But as the thunder rolls I barely hear you whisper through the rain I'm with you And as your mercy falls I'll raise my hands and praise the God who gives And takes away
Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. guys welcome back we hope you enjoyed that song of Catholic crowns praise you in this storm because there's a storm coming we all see it but we're just going to keep an eye on god and we're going to move on with our ministry here with topic number two where do you find your strength to carry on where do you find your strength where does god want you to seek for strength one being on the church two christian radio which there's plenty of them out there listening to christian podcasts gives you strength and ultimately prayer and reading the Bible. It's pretty simple to find all those. You just got to be wanting to open them up and look at it. Yes. And, you know, we need to keep, even when we don't want to, we need to keep fellowshipping with other believers. And we do find our strength because everyone has a story and they can encourage you in something that you might not have thought about otherwise. And, you know, because we've all had something, we've all been through something. And so from the trials that we've been through, we can encourage others that are now going through them. So one of the ways is you find strength in his presence. But thou art holy, O thou inhabits the praises of Israel. Psalm 22, 3. See, get in his presence. God will meet you in his presence. He comes down and he lives in your praises. He will meet you in your praises. God will meet you when you call out to him. When you praise him, he will be there to meet your need. He is, I am that I am, meaning whatever you need, that's what he is to you. And when you're down and you start singing out praises to him, you think the devil's going to stick around, really? Do you think he's going to stick around and praise God with you? No. And so after a while, you're going to find your spirits lifted. You find strength, as Donnie said, in the word. When Jesus declared, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. 
That's John 6, 35. And another one, John answered, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's Matthew 4, verse 4. And finally, you find strength and answers and the and the and wisdom in prayer. Therefore, I tell you, wherever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Mark eleven twenty four. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of His calling, and that His power may bring He may bring to fruition whatever desire, forgiveness, and every need be, be a need prompted by faith. Second Thessalonians one eleven. And people often ask me, well, I pray every day, but the, but it never comes true. Well, the question is, what exactly are you praying for? Because God isn't a genie. It's not a genie in a bottle rubbing a lamp saying, no, genie, grant me my wishes. No. God knows what you need. Do we ever need, uh, know what we need? No. Most of the time we don't. We just ask for uh, for physical possessions. You have to remember, God knows us better than we know ourselves. God will only give us what we need to survive. God knows what we need to survive. We don't need riches beyond our wildest imagination, our wildest dreams. We don't need them. We just need what we need from God. And, that's it. and he will give us everything we need once we get to heaven. We Do we want really want worldly possessions? The world is corrupt. It is the most uh, corrupt place on earth. Do we really want to take that to our afterlife? Do we really want corruption in heaven? We live with enough during our daily daily lives on here on earth. Always remember, earth isn't our final resting place. This isn't our home. Our home is in heaven if we choose to be there or not. Yes. And, you know, we have to be open because it says in Isaiah chapter 55 that God's ways are higher than our ways, right? He is God Almighty. And it also says that he's been through our trials ahead of us. And so while we're still here on um, going through our life from A to Z, and we're probably only on E or F, God's been all the way through it already. And so he knows every mistake you're going to make. He knows every, every word you're going to speak even before you speak it. He knows what you're going to ask. And why do you, does he want you to ask? Because he wants relationships. But then it also builds your faith. So there are some things because he knows that he's not going to answer because he knows that's not what you need. And it will be harmful to you on, on, on down the road. And then there are things that he's going to answer, but maybe he's got a better way. Because he is in Ephesians 3.20 God. He will do immeasurably more we could ever ask, think, or imagine. You see... He wants to give you a wow when you want just, will you please? He wants to give you a wow. Let him do it. And so you need to keep your eyes open to the ways that he wants to answer them. Don't put God in a box and limit him to answer you just in the way that you want. Because there may be some things that you need and you're going to say, thank God, Lord, that you answered it in this way and not the way I was wanting it. Because, see, he knows what you need. And when you pray to him, have a humble heart and ask him, God, open my eyes to see you. Open my eyes to the things that you bless me with every day. Lord God, open my eyes to how you want to answer my prayer. 
keep me from limiting you, Lord. Pray that prayer as you, as you pray for the things that you're praying for to him. And don't forget to praise him and don't forget to thank him and trust him to do it because he says that he is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. As Psalm 145, 13, he will answer your prayers. Moving on to our last topic, three. You find peace and confidence in his presence when you step out and trust him. Where do you find it? We li we told you some ways to find it. Now, it's operating in it. This is what topic three is all about, is operating in what you've been praying for, is go deep, step out, don't be afraid. You will never walk on water if you don't get out of the boat, just like Peter. He was the only disciple to walk on water. Don't you want that kind of faith? Don't you want the kind of faith that walks on water? Don't you want the kind of faith that even though the waters are over your head, but you do it anyway? Courage is not the absence of fear. It's doing it afraid. And you'll never get that wow God moment if you don't give him the opportunity to wow you. Such confidence we have through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves. But our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. That's 2 Corinthians 3, verses 4 through 6. You know, I'm reminded of a movie I've seen a while back with my lovely wife sitting next to me. Her and I watched it one time. And I'm not really good at watching new movies because I, I know what movies I like. And so I'll keep on watching them over and over and over. And my wife says, how can you sit here and watch the same movie over? You know the script by heart. Why would you want to watch again? Because like, I'm a guy. I, I'm set in my ways. And she just says, we're watching this movie. So we watched the movie starring Kevin Sorbo. I love that dude. He, I remember that dude back in the 80s playing uh, he, uh, he did. watching Hercules, A Legendary Journey, back in the day, back in the 80s and 90s. But it's a movie called What If. This guy was a, he played a used car show. Well, actually, a new car show. He had all kinds of riches. He thought that this was his life that God gave him. Until he got in, I think it was a car accident or something. He got uh, uh, put in a coma. And he wakes up realizing he's not a car salesman anymore. He's a Sunday school uh, pastor. And he realized that's what he was meant to be all along. He was meant to be a preacher, meant to have this barely getting by, having a huge family. He didn't know his kids from nothing. And he realized this is what I was supposed to be. So don't always think that money will bring you happiness. Most of the time, money will bring you misery because you're trying to control it, trying to keep every dime you got because you got paid for gas prices every single day of the week. But always remember, money will corrupt you. Money is a root, or the love of money, I should say, is the root of all evil. So don't just think you want riches beyond wild or strange. Sometimes you just want the simple things in life, and you don't even know. So as you're going through these trials and feeling overwhelmed, Hey, you can start thanking God because this is the point of surrender. This is the point where it turns around. This is the point where you let God take over. And you put your confidence and trust in Him. And then you can watch God work. He will perform miracles. And trust Him. Trust Him. 
Trust him to lead you. Trust him to guide you. Trust him to give you the wisdom you need for what you need to do. Trust him to get you to the other side. Because it will happen if you trust him. Stop trying to do everything on your own out of fear that it will not happen otherwise. Trust God to lead. Trust him to provide. And trust him to protect. I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These things I will do and I will not forsake them. That's Isaiah 42, 16. So I remember that we always walk by faith and not by sight. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not real. We can't see cells, but we can see it underneath the microscope. Uh, in other words, opening our eyes. So always remember that, that you, we always walk by faith and not by sight. That comes from my second, and that comes from my favorite verse, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. That's the whole entire purpose of this, knowing that God is real and he will bring you to where you need to be. He created us. He created the world. Don't believe in that evolution crap that the left tries to give you. Evolution is nothing but crap. And as, as well as climate change is nothing but nonsense. But anyway, continuing on here, now to him who is able to be immeasurable, which God is immeasurable, more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work with us. Be to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's Ephesians 3 20 to 21. And also remember, it is when you step out into the deep waters and go into his presence and stop doing everything on your own, allowing God to take over that. You will have a wow God moment. That's what my lovely wife was talking about. Her. Don't you want a wow oh God moment? How can you experience those sort of moments unless you have a situation that calls for it and you step aside and allow it? That's all you have to do is step out of your own way and allow God to work through you. Or let God work for you, through you, whoever, however he chooses to work for you. Just let him do it. This, don't try to control every situation. Sometimes there are situations in life that you cannot control. You can't control other people when you're driving in the car. You can't control when the sun goes down. You can't control when the wind blows. So why are you trying to control what happens in life? Because you can't. It's something that, that just has to happen. It happens naturally. So just let God work his magic. Just have faith in him. Teach your family to follow God's example. How hard is it to do that? Just to sit back and tell your family, let's see what God has in store for us. That's all we have to do, people, and let your cares go away. So you are you at that point? Are you struggling and feeling overwhelmed and you just can't do this anymore? Then you're at the point of surrender and you're at the point where God can take over. If God created the world and everything in it, then he's quite capable of handling your problems. And it's just amazing to me that God Almighty, creator of everything, wants a relationship with us. He wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with me. He wants a relationship with your family. He wants a relationship with everyone. And he's waiting for us to come to him. Why does he wait? He gives us signs, but he's not going to force himself. He is gentle and humble in heart, the Bible says, and he's loving. And that's why he gave us free will. 
because he loves you. He doesn't want robots because one who loves another person out of the deep, deep, deep part of their hearts, you don't want to hurt that person. So it's when you come to God out of your own free will and you love him with every part of your being that it's a a joy to be a child of God. It's a joy to be with Him. Watch and see if you're at that point of surrender. Now it's time for you to admit. Now it's time for you to repent of any sins. And now is the time for you to tell Him to take over. Won't you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for these people listening. And there's ones listening out there who are overwhelmed right now with the things coming at them and they don't see any way out. They may not see, but you do. We just read the verse, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. So although we in our limited resources only see what's in front of us, God, you make known the end from the beginning. You've already been to the end of that. So you know. You know what side streets we're going to take, and you know how to get us back on path. You know. Trust us, just like we were a child riding in the back of the car with our parents. We didn't know where we were going sometimes, but our parents knew. We need to let you be in the driver's seat of our life. Help these people listening to do that. I pray in the name of Jesus with all these people who are standing together as two or more are gathered in my name. There I am also. I am praying in the name of Jesus that you step in and show up and show out for these people. Talk to them and make your voice heard because you say I will cause men to hear my majestic voice coming down. And show them in a big way that you are there for them. That you are the God of mercy and compassion. It was out of your compassion that the miracles happened. We read in the Bible, every time miracles happened, it said that you had compassion on the people. So out of your compassion, that miracles happened for these people in their lives. Open their eyes to see the truth of their situation and the truth of what needs to happen and what they need to do and when they just need to be still and know that you are God. Open their eyes to see, their ears to hear your spirit and their hearts and their minds to know and understand. Provide them with what they need, whether it's physical, spiritual, emotional, financial. Provide what is needed, Lord God. Show up and show out. Cause them to walk in your ways. And if it's healing that they need and they're waiting for that, I pray you lead them to that healing, whether it's a miraculous healing we you still do, or maybe you're going to heal them through the touch of a doctor. Lead them to that right doctor, the one that you have in mind for them to heal them and provide all the finances and resources needed to do so. And I'm praying right now, as we're speaking, I'm praying right now also, for all the people out there in Ukraine. I'm pay praying for the people in Uvalde, Texas. I'm praying for Lord to restore. I'm praying for the Lord to heal and to comfort. I'm praying for the Lord to send me his arm armies, his angel armies out there to protect. 
and help them to recover. And I'm also sending a prayer out to my son and his wife-to-be. Lord, provide that turnaround on this Pentecost Sunday. Provide that turnaround and provide what is needed. He's going through some struggles right now and you know where they are. You know that they have need and they have need of a home. Lord, provide for them and protect them and protect their baby girl. She's a month old now. And hear the prayers of these people's hearts. And I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Well, we also have a special uh, treat for you next week. We've got a two-part podcast for you entitled The Three Roles of the Trinity. Do you know what the Trinity is? Do you understand it? Well, we we'll find that out next week and the next week after that. It'll be a two-part if you don't want to miss it. And also, we want to invite you to our website, yournewlifeministry.org. We have some amazing things going on. My wife's book is almost done. It's, uh, it's still going through the production process, but uh, check out when it, uh, we'll let you know when it uh, happens. And uh, we'll let you know when uh, where to pick it up at as well through a brand new publisher called The Train Ride. And also, we uh, my uh, wife's niece set up a special GoFundMe page for uh, the newborn baby. She was just praying about her family, uh, that the mother and the father really going through some unfortunate circumstances uh, beyond their control and they're trying to get a place to live. So we ask you if you have any, any uh, uh, God telling you to donate, any uh, amount would uh, would be wonderful. It's set up through our GoFund, uh, through their GoFundMe. You can find that out on GoFundMe.com slash or the ministry page. We've got a link in the ministry page that you can go uh, find a link there on our, on our website to go donate. Any any monetary donation will be fine. Just to get, help them get off, get on their feet and uh, get and get to a house before winter time because winter's coming right up pretty fast, only a few short months away. Yes, and they actually live in Colorado and we've done what we could there, but we're only so limited in our resources. And so they are living in Colorado right now. So you can go to our year new life ministries llc facebook page and there is a link for gofundme on there and i just thank my niece um christy anderson she's got a huge heart and she set this up for them and any amount small or big five dollars even um you know will be greatly appreciated for them um you know, they have through a lot of unfortunate circumstances and he's got a testimony to tell. And, you know, when he's back out on time, he's got a story to tell. I'm going to have him on our um, podcast and he, you won't want to miss that one. But he did promise me he'll be on because God has shown up in some miraculous ways. You want to know that miracles still happen. Wait till you hear his story. He, he, he has got him. He, God delivered him from him. I just can't hardly talk about it. It just, it, it amazed me that he really showed up and show out for my son. So trust. I'm proof positive that if you trust God, he will show up for you. And I can't wait for you to hear my son's story. Uh, and like I said, if you have a prayer request, visit our contact us page at yournewlifeministries.org and send it out. Or if you have a uh, show topic, um, you know, 
write that also or any questions and we'll answer it. And don't forget our next week's. Yeah, next week, as I said, you want to learn about the roles of the Trinity and what the Trinity is, check that out with us next week as well. And it's going to be, like I said, a two-quarter. And just remember all of our uh, social media contacts, like, like my wife on Facebook, Instagram, and always uh, friend us on there and follow us on Twitter as well. And we are also on Truth Social. So if you want to check us out on Truth Social, uh, please friend us on there as well. And always again, always remember, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. I'll catch you later, people. Bye-bye.